Hello everyone, this is Thomas and Christine Erdos. And you're listening to Love's Fire. Welcome to Love's Fire. So, today... What? Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I was laughing at us bumping the table as soon as we started making the camera jolts, or <laughs> or if I was laughing, laughing at the second intro. I don't know. It's... I mean, when you already have an intro, it's like, how do you intro? Well, how do you intro after an intro? It's kind of challenging at times. It is. It is. <laughs> we like to be in the moment. None of this pre-recorded intro nonsense, except no, it is, because that's what we have. So, welcome for the third time. Yes, welcome for we the fourth time. We hope you feel now. welcome. <laughs> so today welcome. it was. <laughs> Today we wanted to talk about, I don't want to take it because this was the line you heard. Oh, uh, feeding on the faithfulness of God. Yeah. Go ahead. But you also heard something which is, which was connected. Yeah. Being confident in trust. Right? Yeah. Confident, confident trust, which yeah, is Yeah. Confident trust was what I heard. Yeah. Which is a definition of faith. And so both of us, as we prayed about what to talk about with you guys, Thomas heard feed on his faithfulness and I heard um, confident trust. And so together, well, and I heard faith, um, but confident trust is a definition of faith. And so let's get to it. Yes. So, yeah, I, I, I think this, this is, I mean, this is what the Lord has been speaking to me personally and I think to us both yeah. of us um and we felt like one this would be encouraging for us and it already has been encouraging yeah. for us yeah and uh that we could encourage everyone listening and watching as well yeah with what has encouraged how he has encouraged us yeah and so because I know uh I know for us this week has been a little challenging I, I say a little it's been very challenging at times in different ways yeah multiple ways and uh and so this morning I, you know, came into here, which is my office, um, and uh, I was just started praying in tongues and just with nothing on for a while, and then eventually put on this instrumental worship I listen to sometimes called Set Us on Fire, <laughs> and I was just praying in tongues for a while and kind of feeling a little down and not super motivated or encouraged, uh, but still just praying and, and just sitting in his presence even though I couldn't necessarily feel that much but I know he's with me and uh, and and I was here to be with him and so uh and then I felt like he told me after a while I felt like he told me to go to Psalm 37 and so uh I started reading that and the Holy Spirit started to encourage me I mean we know that one of the main ways he speaks to us is through his word both with the word that we have in our hearts that we've uh, put there as in terms of like remembering the word and you can bring it to remembrance. Like I think in, uh, I think it's John 14 <laughs> where it talks about that. That was me. He <laughs> brought to remembrance the scripture of <laughs> this, bringing to remembrance. <laughs> yeah. Where uh, it says, you know, <laughs> the Holy Spirit will uh, guide us into all truth and bring all things to remembrance, which Jesus has said. Yeah. And so, but for him to bring it to remembrance, that means we had to put it in there in the first place. Right. <laughs> uh, Have something to remember. Yes. And so, of course, he can tell us things we had never learned. And there's 
Yeah, times he does that. He yeah, he does that at times, but the scriptural normal press or precedent is for us to feed on his faithfulness and yeah. feed on his word and and taste see that he's good and then he brings it to remembrance. Yeah. That's um, good. And he teaches us and so the more we put the more of the word we hide in our hearts, the more he has to work with in yeah. that sense. Yeah, it's good. And so uh uh yeah, so we'll just uh, jump in. So I just started reading it, and it starts out by, uh, I'll just start in verse 2, actually. For for they shall, uh, okay, I'll start with verse 1, because verse 2 is connected to verse 1. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Amen. And I and uh, I think when I first read that, I just felt like the Holy Spirit like just move on me and hit me with that. And uh, and yeah, it's because it's so easy to forget all that he has done for us and in us and through us and all he said about us if we don't remember, if we don't remind ourselves and feed on his faithfulness. Yeah. I mean that was the the you know Israel's one one of um Israel's biggest problems when they left Egypt cuz they didn't feed on his faithfulness so they were complaining all the time. And it's easy to like be like point the finger at them and be like oh like what well, how could they complain but it's like well, you know I know I've done the same thing not to the same degree cuz I've never seen the Red Sea split and all that but uh but I've often forgotten his faithfulness and so i have to remind myself of his faithfulness and his goodness and his love and what he said about me and um and so that's what i did i did that this morning i just uh started to remind myself of testimonies of how you know he's come through in different situations how he's provided for for us uh and different ways and and uh you know and prayers answered miracles and and this is like you know throughout the day uh, since then as well yeah that we've been remembering different testimonies and thanking god for them yeah and truly feeding on his faithfulness to us personally like that was one thing as we were talking about it i was like what like i wanted us to remember you know you know there's incredible things like thomas mentioned like the red sea splitting and these incredible things that are absolutely amazing go-tos but also i was like God, what are our personal times of you being faithful to us, you know? Yeah. And so we started recalling these stories, and it's just so amazing to remember personally, you know, how faithful he's been in our lives. Yeah. Do you want to share a testimony of that, or do you, do you yeah. want to share on that? I can. All right, go ahead. All right. So, yeah, there's one that's actually pretty amazing. Um, I was pretty young, and um, I my... I'm the youngest of eight kids. Most of you probably know that. And uh, there was a night where some of the older siblings were babysitting. And, uh, you know, they didn't do anything wrong. We all just went to bed except for one of us. (laughs) And that was me. And I was pretty... um, I was, like, young but old enough to, like, give myself, like, a bath as a kid. But um, it was so late that it wasn't safe for me to take a bath because I fell asleep in the tub. And, um, 
my sister that's five years older than me has a dream of me drowning. And thankfully, our parents had instilled in us like paying attention to our dreams. And um, and so she woke up looking for me and couldn't find me in the bunk bed because we shared a room. And so she uh, went, ran downstairs and like banged on the bathroom door. And thankfully, it was like the tub was full and it was like right before I would have like drowned, like gone under basically. And um, and I remember I was like crying because my hands were all shriveled and but well, obviously we were so thankful for the way God saved us, like saved me and the way that she obeyed and like listened to the dream and, you know, didn't just shrug it off or, you know, that she woke up and knew to check and not just, you know, turn over and go back to bed. You know, she could yeah. have just like been like, oh, that was weird, you know. And so, like, I know that her and I have, you know, talked about that many times throughout our lives of, like, really feeling like God saved my life through her, through giving her that dream. And um, so that's definitely one of uh, one of the testimonies of his faithfulness in our lives. I know you have one similar, or more than one similar. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, I think there's been a lot of times when God's protected both of us and yeah. all of us, probably. Um. Uh, well, not probably. I know for sure all of us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, there was one time when uh, my mom and I were, uh, you know, well, she was driving and I was riding in the in the passenger seat next to her, and this was several years ago, and uh, she it was raining, and we were going down a, a steep hill on a highway. So going like, you know, 60 miles an hour probably. And I uh, make the poor, very poor decision to ask her for something. I, I don't know what it was. Um, but like to get something or if she knew where something was, I think maybe is what I, like in the car. And uh, and so she, you know, she's wants to be helpful. And so she immediately starts looking for it. And while she takes her eyes off the road, the car starts to hydroplane. And she notices because all the feeling is gone in the steering wheel. And so she starts to frantically turn the steering wheel back and forth. Uh, you know, as I'm sure many people would do in that situation, especially if it happens when your eyes aren't on the road. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and which like, if, if she would have kept doing that and if the wheel would have landed wrong when it got grip again, then we could have spun out and it would have been, I mean, it could have been horrible. Um, and there's a bunch of cars around us too. Like it wasn't like we were like the only ones on the highway either. And, uh, and just by the grace of God, she was like turning the wheel back and forth. And just by the grace of God, I put my hand on the steering wheel at the perfect time, uh, to keep it straight. So like right when she had it straight ahead, I put my hand on the wheel to stop it from moving. And then we regained grip and we just kept going straight and nothing happened. Yeah. And so like that could have been a horrible wreck and God yeah. <laughs> gave us the grace to, you know, gave the grace to cover up my stupid mistake to, <laughs> and put my hand on the wheel. And amazingly, I mean, all happened in a split second. Yeah. Or I guess the whole thing might've taken one or two seconds. Uh huh. Uh, but, uh, it was amazing that he gave me the grace to like the whole time I was calm. Yeah. Uh, 
not 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 to no, point well, the finger at me, but by his grace. Right. And uh, probably because I didn't have time to think about it. Yeah. I just, <laughs> he was able to move. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so, so one, don't distract your drivers, <laughs> <laughs> especially in critical situations like that. And to praise God for his grace, even when we make mistakes yeah. and his mercy. So like, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And there's been other times as well when, yeah, wow, praise yeah. God. Amazing. So those are obviously stories about his faithfulness in protection. Um, and I'm also reminded of another story that we didn't even talk about beforehand, but I thought of one to share. Okay, go ahead. Um, and so there was, this is, so those were like stories of protection, which praise God for that. <clears throat> but we know his faithfulness extends even, you know, beyond that as well. And so there was a time where I was in eighth grade and I felt that God was calling me to go on a mission trip to China. And, um, but again, like I mentioned before, I'm the youngest of eight kids. And I told my parents this as a eighth grader that I wanted to, that I felt God was calling me to China. And they're like, well, great. God, like, uh, basically if God like gives you the money for it, you can go. <laughs> like if you can raise the money, then you can go. Um, so I was like, all right, challenge accepted. <laughs> and so I was doing everything I knew to do to raise money, um, to go on this trip. It was my first trip ever. It was the first trip I think our church had even taken as a youth um, uh, group. And so I'm raising the money. Then I think a deadline's coming up. And I'm going to tell you this the best I remember. So, because um, again, it was a bit, a bit ago at this point, but I remember it really impacting me. And so I was raising money and there was a deadline was coming up soon and I was pretty discouraged. And, um, I had gone to the store with my mom, like feeling discouraged that the money hadn't come in yet. And uh, literally we're walking in the parking lot as I'm like, you know, in this day of being discouraged and there's this rock on the ground and I pick it up and it's like one of these rocks that you would get at like a Bible store because it has a scripture inscribed in it. And it was, it was like, it was really amazing. And it says, and we know that God works all things for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. Amen. And I was just like, whoa. And I was like, all right, I'm called to this. <laughs> so he's going to work it out for my good. Yes. Um, and I was really encouraged. And I want to say it was the same day when we got back home that um, somebody gave me a really big um, check. Wow. that day and so it was just like all of that together it was just like god's faithfulness so incredibly um just like making himself known to me that he was the one that had called me so he was going to provide for it and so it was really amazing yeah i still have that rock and always it's like amazing to me <laughs> yeah yeah and it's just and just real quick i know we've mentioned this story before but i felt like it was uh appropriate and fits in with this as well like even how we're living in this house, um, you know, that we're, we're renting. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, it's an amazing story of how God brought us here. And it was yeah. partially by feeding on his faithfulness yeah, uh, and by his grace, obviously, because we, um, you know, faith, confident trust in God, it, faith acts, faith works. You know, James talks about that, that faith without works is dead. Um, and James too, and I don't know, maybe we'll go there, but you can go there even if we don't. And, uh, and so we ask God like, okay, how, what can we do? You know, we're co-laborers with God. What can we do yeah. 
to partner with you, to agree with you, to, um, you know, see, uh, you know, you provide for this next house. Right. Can I say something on Go that ahead. real quick? Because yeah. I just feel like you're touching on something that's really important for believers. Yeah. Is just like, yeah, like there are so many things that he promises, but there is action on the believer's part as well to see it come to pass, to actually walk it out. Like we're not just gain, like we're not, I know, I want to say some people may think it is this way, but it's it's not like we're just on a chessboard and he's just you know, moving us around, he's incredible. And of course, there's times if he has to, he can do that. But for the most part in our lives, um, he's wanting us to work with him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, if there's you wanted, so many examples, but. If he wanted robots, he would have made robots. Right. Not people with free will. Yeah. He wants agreement, partnership. That's what yeah. being, you know, Jesus said, all you who labor and are heavy laden, come to me and I'll give you rest. Yeah. Take my yoke upon you. A yoke was something to tie two animals together to work, yeah. like uh, like two oxen to pull a, a cart or to pull a plow or whatever. Yeah. And so take my yoke upon you and learn from me from gentle and lowly in heart or humble in heart. And you'll find rest for your souls in me for yeah. my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so, uh, so I mean, there's, you know, different applications of that scripture and what he's saying yeah but one aspect of it is co-laboring with god of that we get to partner with god to see his will come to pass that's why he said to pray your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven yeah if his will was always done on earth then we wouldn't have to pray for his will to be done to be done right and when i say pray i uh don't mean just ask but also declare yeah because um, we've talked about this before again, but uh, like your the, kingdom come, your will be done. That was all in a deck. That was a declaration. If you actually go back to like the original like meaning and the way they were writing that text, or the way God Jesus was writing that text, like saying that. Yeah. It was in a declaration form. Yeah, not a request. I mean, Engli- even English, that's not a request. Right. Your kingdom come. Your, your will, will be, be done. done. It's that's- not saying please. <laughs> It's not it's not a question. And we're not commanding God, we're agreeing with God. Right. And we're declaring his will yeah. and his kingdom on the earth yeah. as it is in heaven. Yeah. And it's so almost as if he's saying at the same time with like we're just saying it with him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh so yeah, we you know, faith acts. Yes, yeah. it's as simple as believing, but when we truly believe, we act and we speak. Yeah. And so uh you're talking about the house. Yeah, and so we, we just prayed. That's the Holy the Spirit. Like a couple months before we had to move, uh, we felt like we we're supposed to move and we we're not planning to re- renew our old lease. Yeah. Um, or like, God, like, what do you want us to do? And I felt like he said every day, thank me for this house, like the house we were living in, because that was amazing too, how he brought us to that one. Yeah. And thank me for the next house. Yeah. And so that's what we tried to do every day, at least once, sometimes multiple times a day. We we're like, thank you, God, for how you brought us to this house. And thank you for the next house. And yeah. I've applied that to many areas of my life since then. Yeah. Uh, and uh, of like, you know, when I'm believing for something, I don't want to just thank him for the, the next thing. I want to thank him for what he's already provided for. Right. Um, and so it's... I think last time yeah. you mentioned that you were doing that with the computer. Oh, yeah. And now he has a new computer. <laughs> I have a computer that is new to me, which is... Awesome. I'm very thankful for that yeah. I, I get to use. Um and the Lord provided for it through, you know, through my 
through the company I work for and yeah. through our friend Nate. Yeah, yeah, amazing. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, so yeah, God is faithful. He yeah. is, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot I mentioned that last time, but yeah. God is faithful. God is faithful. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, and then long story short, because we've already gone over the story, uh, the Lord provided this house. It was, yeah, and in amazing ways. Yeah. And confirmed it and prepared the landlord, had him wait for us, basically, because he's a believer and was believing for the right couple. Yeah. It's just incredible. Like, God's way is the best way ever. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, like, yeah, we didn't do it perfectly as we waited for it. There were times where I was like, not in faith, but thank you, Jesus, that he is faithful even when we're, like, not. So that's the most amazing part. Yeah. And what's amazing is, like, God doesn't see us for mistakes. He sees us because as soon as we repent, uh... He forgives us, yeah. and uh, and it's washed underneath the blood of Jesus. Yeah. So He sees us for what we've done in Him and with Him. Yeah. And so, because just as an example of that, look at Sarah. You know, when God said that she would have a a child, and she heard she heard it because it was you remember, uh, you know, the three men met with Abraham, and then Sarah, which was you know God. Uh, at least one of the, anyway, it was God one way or another, whether it was the Trinity or whether it was God and two angels, however you want to believe that yep. it was God one way or the other and uh, spoke to Abraham and, and, um, and said, you know, you're going to have a, a son. And then, okay, I, I actually felt to go there. This was not in the plans. So I'm going to have to find it. Help me. Holy ghost. Yes. Uh, we should probably finish on this. Yeah, I know. Cause then I saw the time as well. Um, <laughs> But uh, as he looks for this, you should start to bring to remembrance God being faithful to you. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Okay, now listen. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> if he's speaking to you, you can pause. <laughs> um, I should have really, I should just know this, but I'm still, still learning and still growing. And... Um, uh, and some of you are probably saying, it's this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Son of promise. Ah. Uh, yeah. So it's in, in Genesis 18, I believe. And, um, okay, in verse 10, he said, I will, God is saying, and he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Yes, Lord. At the at the appointed time, I'll return to you according to the time of life. Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh. She was afraid. <laughs> this said, one always no, makes me laugh. No, but you did laugh. He's like, no, you did. <laughs> like, who argues with God like that? I mean, I know, like, obviously, I'm sure a lot of us have. 
but like she was like talking to him in the flesh. <laughs> yeah, and so was, yeah, and so not only did she not believe, but she laughed about it, and then lied, lied about, about laughing. it. <laughs> lied about laughing. <laughs> but, him. but you did. <laughs> and and but what's amazing is that's not how that's yeah. not how God sees her, right? Because if we go to Hebrews, yeah, Hebrews eleven. Yeah, if we go to Hebrews 11, 11. Hall of Faith. Hall of Faith. Then if you go there, then it says, this is what it says about Sarah. By yeah. faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was yeah. past age, That's because right. she judged him faithful who had promised. Yeah. Wow. Yes. She didn't, she didn't stay laughing. Yes. She might have been laughing in that moment, but that's not where she stayed. And that's the grace and the mercy of God, that no yeah. matter what we've done, where we've been, or you know what unbelief we've agreed with in the past, yeah. we can decide right now, this moment. Okay, yeah. Father, forgive me uh, if I laughed or if I didn't believe, but yeah. I'm gonna choose to believe by Your grace yeah. and receive His grace to yeah. believe and uh, and thank Him, thank Him for His faithfulness, feed on His faithfulness, keep yeah. our eyes fixed on Him, the faithful One, the Author and Finisher of our faith. Yeah, and that's the cool part is. His invitation is to feed on his faithfulness, not to feed on our faith. Yes. Like, Amen. He's not saying, remember all the times you had faith. Yeah. No, he's saying, remember, remind yourself of my faithfulness. Yes. And so it's like, just eat of it. <laughs> you know, it's not like you don't, I don't know. Anyways, I think that was good enough. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's enough. Yes. For this episode, and uh, we bless you all, yeah. and uh, yeah, may we all feed on His faithfulness. I yes. know that I've been super. We've both been super encouraged as we've fed on His faithfulness today, and even yeah. as we're talking about this. Yeah. And so we encourage you to do the same. Yeah. Um, and to thank Him for His faithfulness, and to praise Him, and worship Him for His faithfulness and goodness and love. Yes. Amen. Amen. You want to close in prayer? Sure. Yeah, Father, we thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you for the way that you personally encouraged Thomas and I today. And we thank you that our listeners are receiving that same blessing from you, Father, to feed on your faithfulness, that they wouldn't just hear our stories, Father, but that you would remind them of their own personal history with you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, that you would make this personal to them, God, that you would open up their eyes, God, open up their hearts. Thank you, Father, for softening of their hearts to remember all that you've done in their lives, Father, the, from the littlest thing to the biggest thing. In Jesus' name. We thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we love you all. Love Bless you all. all and uh, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.